Welcome to Inspiration Spotlight, a special installment of Vibrant Potential where I have a brief conversation with someone in my life that I find to be inspirational. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Frickman. I hope this episode will do two things for you. First, Julie is awesome, and many of us could benefit from her amount of introspection and the authenticity she shows up in life with. I hope this sparks an idea within you to challenge what you're doing. Ask yourself, are you living your highest calling? Are you in the environment that leads you to what you want with ease? If you missed it, check out the last episode of Vibrant Potential I just released where I interview Anthony Angaro. We talk about how setting up your environment with friction for the air quotes bad things and ease for the air quotes good things will help lead you to the life experiences you really want. You can find those show notes at www.drchrisfrickman.com slash break the twitch. Break the twitch is also Anthony's very good blog, which you can check out. The show notes include a code for 50% off Anthony's latest course on intentional living he calls Daily Action Course. I highly recommend it. The second thing I hope this episode does for you is encourages you to look for the inspiring actions and people that are around you every day. I can have a down day like anyone. And along with intentionally practicing gratitude and a regular movement practice, I find that one of the things that pulls me out of a funk is looking around me and noticing how amazing the people in my life really are. There are so many people creating, searching, intending. Life is amazing. Thanks for sharing the journey with me. Welcome to Vibrant Potential. We provide you with everything you need to know to overcome stress, fatigue, and chronic health challenges, as well as optimizing your performance in fitness, relationship, and business. We use integrative health solutions and functional medicine strategies, including brain-based approaches, inspired fitness tips, emotional intelligence coaching, and spiritual growth techniques, so you can live the life you want, connect deeply with others, and fulfill your vibrant potential. Your host is functional medicine expert, genetic biohacker, and triathlon coach, Dr. Chris Frickman. So thanks for coming over. Uh, we're sitting at my dining room table that is not complete with chairs. Uh, just moved in here a little bit ago, so i got to get some chairs in here. So I appreciate you taking me up on the invite and sharing a little bit about, about your life with some of my listeners. I know you pretty well because you've uh, been a patient of mine for quite a while. Right. I don't know. If, Several years. I'm not sure how long exactly. At least. Top of my head. I think like five. I was thinking about it. Because hmm. I met you shortly after I started working out with Angel. Oh, that's right. Good old Angel. That's yep. who connected us. Oh, man. I miss her. I haven't talked I to her. I do too. I don't talk to her. We see each other on Facebook. That's about it. But I send her a text once in a while or a voicemail. Right. And uh, she is. Miss Busy Pants, I guess. When she's in town, we try to connect, but it hasn't worked out the last couple times. So yeah, yeah. It's hard. Angel, but if you're listening, 
give me a call. Yeah, call, call us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so you're doing a new thing with your life that I found inspirational. You were telling me about it, and I just thought, gosh, Julie, she's always like, you are, I find you to be authentic and true to yourself. Like you're doing what seems to be right for you. And I love that you're doing what seems to be right for you instead of what seem, you know, what you quote unquote should be doing. Sure. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Those are nice things to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I like, hope they're true. <laughs> they're nice things to be around. I, I talk about that quite a bit actually about, I, I think it's Tony Robbins is the first place I heard mm. it was, He's talking about doing things because you should do them, and he has a kind of a, a funny way to to say it. But he he says like, you know, you got to be careful when you're doing things because you should be doing them because, you know, you do this because you should, and then you should do this, and pretty soon, if you're not careful, you should all over yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'm getting better at it now yeah, yeah, in yeah. my later years. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> So, uh, your later years, <laughs> nice. So, um, yeah, so you are, you're selling your house. I am. So. If you're listening, come look at my house. Yeah, yeah, right, <laughs> yeah. The reason, I mean, the reason that I find this to actually be inspirational is because, not because I have a fascination with real estate mm. so much, but because the typical thing that you quote unquote should do is you should buy a house and then you should sell that house but only if it's because you're buying a bigger, bigger house, house. Or whatever right. you know that's not what you're doing what are you doing i am downsizing i'm gonna rent an apartment no, that, <laughs> i'm gonna straight up rent that is what you should do when you're like 85 I know. That, that's when people right. do that right but right. you're not 85 i'm not 85 <laughs> i'm 42 when i can still enjoy it you're 42 i thought you were 29 i wish <laughs> let's go with that <laughs> um i was 29 when i bought this house <laughs> nice okay so, cool yeah uh you are very young and vibrant uh you're very active uh, for any age, but for 42, um, that is also true. And, but you're downsizing and that's, that's not the classic thing. That's what mm -hmm. I'm, that's kind of what I'm getting at to do. And why are you doing that? It was not a premeditated move. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got drunk one night and <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, no. somewhere in between, <laughs> um, I was having lunch with my friend, Mark, who is a realtor that I met when I was buying this house that I'm in. And he, I mean, we're just friends. We golf and have lunch and just kind of hang out a little bit. But he was just talking about the market and what he's up to. And, and he even said, I'm not looking for business, but your house is probably worth more than you think. Mm. And it was like, well, so wait a minute. Like, let's talk <laughs> about that for a minute. And we just were having a lunch conversation. But something about it resonated with me. And later mm. I realized that what sounds great about selling my house isn't about capitalizing on the equity or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, that's, that's fine. I feel comfortable financially with what's happening. But really it was about getting away from having to keep up a place. Yeah. And just my house has been a great house, and there haven't been big projects to do, but there's always some maintenance and mm -hmm. some project to do, or you want to update or renovate or paint something or, or keep it up. And I, I think some of that can be a distraction for me, and some of it... In a good way. Mm, maybe not. Maybe or? not in a good way. 
good or bad. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. well, I can't do certain things because I'm going to go home and do a home project instead. Mm, okay. Or I can busy myself with some of that instead of putting myself out there in other ways. Mm, yeah. Or um, what I'm feeling, too, is maybe I want to read more or paint a little or do other things that I'm feeling like I'm spread too thin if I... I'm just not getting to you, doing you wanna, all the things that I want to do. You want to paint more on an easel and less on exactly. a wall. Exactly. Okay. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. So I have a lot of varied interests, and I want to I wanna get to them all. Mm-hmm. And I realize that finding a simpler way to live would allow me to do more. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's what I'm going for. Yeah, I have a few friends, and it seems, seems to be a growing number of... Um, Friends that are into, I mean, there's like, there's words for it now. Um, what is that? Like minimal, minimal living mm-hmm. or minimalist living right. and, and stuff. And um, not that you're saying you're necessarily, you know, quote unquote, you know, minimalliving.com or whatever the, the head story there right. or whatever. But the idea of being able to not, to be able to like give up some stuff. Sort yeah. of to be able to to be able to do more. Mm-hmm. So, you, um, not that not that you're gonna have less really, but but it is kind of like, do we want to focus on having or doing or being? Mm-hmm. And it sounds like you're moving away from the having sort of. I am. Yeah. I am, and I it's a few things. So I think I started. I put a. You know, sometimes do you have an idea and then the path just sort of like presents itself that does happen <laughs> boldly sometimes. and yeah. simply and it's like wow this is totally happening like it's in yeah. the flow these things are it's already done before I had a chance to think about it so um, it all came together quite easily I found a place that I love that I'm going mm. to rent it's mm. quite a bit smaller than what I thought I would be looking for but I just had this gut reaction to like yeah. this is where I want to be yeah, so yeah. it is going to be quite a bit smaller I realized too that my house has more space that I don't really need. Yeah. You know, so, and a lot of, some of the stuff that's in my house is stuff that I've had since I was married. I bought my house when I was getting divorced. Mm. And even though I don't necessarily identify with, you know, whatever, by 42 years, I've been in and out of a lot of relationships, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of physical, tangible stuff and memories wrapped up in the things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fun to physically move on from that. Gotcha, gotcha. How much of the decision had to do with you You travel quite a bit for work right. and for pleasure, really. Right. Um, do, is that a, like, do you want to be able to, like, is this, you're going to be able to do more of that because of this move? Or is it just like, um, not even necessarily that you'll be able to do more, but it's just like, because you're gone a decent amount, like why why bother with the the house and the upkeep and all that stuff? It, Does, more the latter, yeah. I don't okay. I don't think I can keep up my amount of travel more simply mm-hmm. now. Yeah. You know, I've had times over the winter where I leave the house and then call a friend and say, "Will you go over and shut off my water? I forgot how cold it's supposed to be this week, and <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have the pipes freeze." Even though yeah, that's yeah. never happened. Right, right. My dad's voice rings in my head, yeah, and yeah. I should always turn the water off when I leave the house. So things yeah. like that, um, I don't have to worry about in nice. an apartment. Nice, nice. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, uh... so it facilitates. It helps facilitate what I'm already doing. 
Very good. So I might as well simplify. Yeah, I like it. And even though it's not a big difference in square feet, it's a big difference in storage. My house has closets galore. And this new place does not. <laughs> so oh. I really have to keep what I love. And yeah. you and I were talking about that one day in your office, which has been helpful as I continue to sift through and purge. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't bring you joy, yes. leave it behind. Yes, that book. I'm not going to buy a book. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, and it's, you're right, right. Someone has it, I'll borrow it. I don't have room for another book. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. But like clothes, belongings, everything. Do I love it? Yes or no? Hmm. I was going to try to look it up. I guess I can't find it because all I remember is is the word tidy. And <laughs> that's not enough to find it. But um, yeah, I mean, that, that's great. I think there is a certain level of consciousness around mm-hmm. around that kind of thing. Like, why are we holding on to this stuff? Yeah. You know? So that's great. So what kind of things do you love to do that you're going to be more able to do because you're living more simply? You said maybe a little painting or reading. What else do you got? Both of those things. I do have, I do have a lot of interests. I do love to work out and I have a lot of even things around that that I think can come more simply. I'll have room to do yoga in my home. Oh, nice. Really? Close to the studio that I like to go to. Mm. I'll be living on Lake Calhoun, a couple blocks off the lake. Nice. So... An easy jog is right there. Yep. State-of-the-art fitness center in my building. Nice. Which right now I'm in between gym membership solutions. So it's a it's a health upgrade too because all that stuff comes really simply. Yeah. That part is a big part of That's what a foundational you want part of my life. Like yeah. for me to get up and out of the house in the morning is sometimes a two-hour routine with a little coffee, a little meditation, workout, shower, get out the door. Well, if nice. all that stuff is right there, that's pretty simple. So I like that. Plus, it's a more social. If anyone Mm. knows our Minneapolis uptown area, Mm -hmm. for whoever's listening. Do you mean like the the, like the blocks, like the neighborhood, or do you mean versus where I live now? Yeah. Okay. And multifamily versus single family. Yeah, because it's an apartment building, right? Yeah. So there's a bunch of apartments in that building. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And in an urban setting, so Mm -hmm. you know, surrounded by other apartment buildings and right you know i'm more likely to grab a little dinner somewhere out by myself or with a friend or walk out and get a coffee and just you know i would like to meet someone to share my life with and he's probably not going to show up in my living room so (laughs) (laughs) it's good for me to change up my social patterns a little bit too nice so i'm interested to see where it all goes okay cool so if you're listening and you either want to you want a new home or a new girlfriend, please call 555-1234. Cool. Anything else you want to say about, about this? There doesn't have to be, but... I think I'm working on my vulnerability. Mm. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. That's pretty huge. Mm-hmm. Can you say more? Maybe in a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I I don't think I realized until I started doing this. And it's not sad, but it is emotional. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I realized until I started this process of just exactly how comfortable I've become in my routines. Oh, wow. Yeah, for sure. And I, I never want to be that person. 
Mm. Why not? Part of that's just who I am. Mm. I like variety. What's the value that lies under that? Ooh, constant new learning. Mm. Constant new influx of new energy, mm-hmm. meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Those are things I love about life. Mm. Constant new connections, mm-hmm. going in different directions. And you can always decide what feels exciting or new or like it's challenging me or teaching me something. Mm-hmm. So this is a big one. And it feels good. Good. That's awesome. I mean, thank you for bringing, like, for saying that. And a thing that pops up for me mm-hmm. to like sort of relate is this dumb old sofa that I just got I got rid of. <laughs> and mm. it was very comfortable mm-hmm. uh, and pretty dilapidated. Mm-hmm. It's been around forever. And it's been with me for longer than like most of the people that are in my life currently. Wow. Do you know what I mean? So yep. like it's like my good old sofa or something. Yeah. Um, I had it before, unless I'm remembering wrong, maybe my oldest daughter I had first, but I think I had the sofa first. It was around <laughs> that same time. And so I have like all these great That's memories. That's old for a sofa. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I have like all these like great memories of like my kids like and me snuggling. I got married and divorced, I think, while I had that sofa. I, I'm pretty sure. Wow. And, you know, divorce is hard, especially mm-hmm. when you have kids. I mean, it's super hard. Um, even if you don't have kids, it's hard. And, yeah. And um, it's like I had this sofa still. And it was always like, oh, okay. Like, it's like a giant whoopee. It's like yeah. you're blanky. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. That's a good analogy. It's totally like that. And, like, I, I moved several times. And, you know, I still had like kind of the same room that I was creating in that whatever home it was because I had this sofa and whatever. And uh, so I I can totally relate to sort of in, in, uh, I bet there's a different word for it, but because I bet we're not the first two people that realize that we've done this with stuff right but, but you can like infuse stuff with feelings whether yep. it's a house or a sofa or a spoon or right you know, whatever yes and then i realized too like the sum total of your whole life's experiences are like you carry them in your heart you don't mm. carry them in your stuff mm. you kind of do but who am i if i don't have this stuff mm-hmm. i'm still the same person mm. but the energy can flow in a different way it's kind of a profound big change for me, obviously. Yeah. You know, and the reasons have all kind of surfaced after I have made decisions to do it. So so awesome that you're introspective enough, though, mm. to look at that. Because I mean, we all have like reasons like those reasons mm-hmm. to do things. Mm-hmm somebody buys the red car the red coupe or something instead of the yeah whatever the blue sedan or whatever it is right and and there's you know i think of malcolm gladwell's book blink yeah and he talks and he's like he talks about the fact that you know we make these decisions based off of sort of like gut kind of like you said like you showed up at that apartment i Mm -hmm. think and you're like oh this is it like you kind of 
had a gut. I think yeah, you said gut reaction. I did. And then what a lot of times what we do, like you could just go with that. Like, oh, this just feels right. I'm going to do it. You know, you mm-hmm. could just go with that. Mm-hmm. But usually what we do is like, well, I'm buying, uh, I'm buying the coupe because the, you know, the aerodynamics make the gas mileage just a little bit better, you know, or like you, like you come up with some kind of reason or something like that. Backfill with some head stuff that makes it make sense. Yeah, exactly. And it's probably all bullshit, but it's like makes us feel better. And then like when people say, why are you doing that? Then we'll have like some good reason or something and yeah. make sure we look good or something or whatever. <laughs> and so, uh. Wow, I just, again, I find it very inspirational that you're, A, you're being true to yourself, being authentic in your actions, and and B, you're being so introspective as to, like, where is this stuff coming from and why is this the right move for me at the time Mm -hmm. and stuff, you know? And, I mean, you're just, you get to reinvent yourself, you get to reinvent your relationships, and, and it's a reminder that you get to, you get to do that every day. Right. But you, Good point. But you, I think to your point, you're saying like, if you, if you have like the sort of like the same surroundings and you just like, oh, I wake up, it's Wednesday, I'm going for my Wednesday morning run or whatever. And it's like, those habits are, they, they can be really great too if you create them. Yes. Revisit it like every once in a while. Like, do I still like this habit? Oh yeah, this habit mm-hmm. really serves me. I still, I'm going to keep this one. Mm-hmm. This, you know, this other habit, maybe it doesn't. So, right. Wow, that's really great. So do you have any advice? Kind of putting you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice or tips or anything for people that maybe they're sort of stuck in a rut and maybe maybe they didn't even think about it until they're just listening just now and they're like, oh, I guess I kind of do like... A lot of the same stuff over and over. I don't really think about it. I wonder mm-hmm. if I like that stuff. You know, like mm-hmm. what? I mean, what do you think? I mean, uh, what's a what's your advice for them? Interesting. I think a lot of times it doesn't have to be a big change. You know, this is a big change. Sometimes a simple thing like changing up where you get your coffee in the morning, mm. or small changes in routine help me feel like life is fresh again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, in terms of advice, I think always listen to yourself. Mm. Don't feel like you're getting caught up in shoulds. Mm. Don't be afraid of making changes. I find that sometimes I step back and say, you know, if someone told me they were doing this, I would say, awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. like, how come I'm not braver with myself and doing things like that? Mm. You know? Books I read, stories, and I don't know, just different things. Like, I like when people kind of live out loud. So I'm trying to be a little more carefree that way. Cool. Within the confines of knowing that it's a good, you know, financially sound decision. I don't really feel like I'm doing anything risky. Uh Uh-huh. It is a good change. Mm Mm-hmm. Good. I... I have this part of me that's like always playing the devil's advocate. Mm. And um, so... Let's hear it. Well, I'm just... Um, not so much about Thanks, your... Thanks, de- Dad. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> not so much about your decision directly, but because mm-hmm. the, because our conversation is kind of going to this more global, like reinventing yourself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think that there's also value in having certain habits. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of uh, decision fatigue? 
Not by name. Okay. Is it like why Albert Einstein always wore the same clothes? Because there's a max number of decisions we yes. can make in a day. I heard about it on NPR. Yes, that yeah. is the same thing. Yeah, and actually I heard... Shoot. Sorry, uh, rich billionaires, but I can't remember if it's Steve Jobs or Bill Gates, but I heard he did the same thing. It was like... <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's that kind of like conscious, consciously taking decisions out. Mm. So we're talking about hold on, we got to put decisions in. We mm. need to be able to make choices here and like mm. make sure life is fresh and stuff. And I think that's important. And I think it's important to, I think it's a good, I don't know if that's a skill or a learned behavior or whatever, but I find that that can be valuable too. Like if you know that you're going to wake up every morning and go for a run, for example, mm-hmm. say running is your thing. Mm-hmm. You don't get up and think, oh God, like, should I go for a run this morning? Right. And if you if you ask yourself the question over and over, then chances are you're going to run two, three times that week, not seven or whatever. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. so wondering if you ever thought about that or if you haven't, if what do you think right now? Like... Do you think that there's like a good way to try to balance those two uh, thoughts? Probably it's an awareness of, for me, I think I go through phases of, I need more routine in my life. Like I'm just, here's the plan for the next month. Here's the, <laughs> here's the sketch. Totally. Here's what this is going to look like. And then just like we were talking about being pragmatic over making a coffee, like <laughs> just you know, don't give yourself too many yeses and nos. Just work the plan. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's, okay, the plan's starting to feel like a rut. What actually feels like it's serving me? What could I change? How do you notice when it feels like a rut? <sighs> Is it a feeling? It might be a feeling or it might be just that I notice something else looks or sounds interesting. Mm. Hmm. Like... I didn't think about selling my house, (laughs) but when Mark was talking about the real estate market and I realized later, this sounds interesting to me. It's like, what about this sounds interesting to me? So sometimes for me, it's just something else jars me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it's like, wait, why, why is that resonating with me? Yeah. Do I need a little bit of X in my life? And then incorporate it into the plan. It sounds like you're really listening to what life is offering i hope so very cool any other big plans you got coming up Hmm. that you want to share publicly (laughs) with the world (laughs) what else should i put out there you know you know that millions and millions of people listen to this show so whatever you say pretty much it's probably going to get back to you know your parents your 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 boss you know i'm just kidding i don't really have anything else new i'm looking forward to June 1st in a new apartment by Lake Calhoun. Like, nice. I'm keeping it a pretty blank slate after that. Yeah. Well, I mean, geez, sounds like a fun summer. You probably end up down at the Tin Fish. A little bit. Yeah. Cafe Barbette. The Tin Fish is, a, is, I used to love it, and it's still a fun little joint, but I, I liked it more before I was gluten-free. Right. Same. Yeah. But it's still good for a stand-up paddleboard afternoon with a Chardonnay to follow. (laughs) (laughs) Got to find the good. Okay, very good. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for sharing your vulnerability, your emotions, and your time. I appreciate that. My pleasure. Thanks for asking. You bet. I hope you enjoyed this episode. 
I welcome you to go to iTunes, leave a review there. And instead of just saying, hey, great show, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway is. Or what are you going to do differently because you listened to this episode? Here's to your vibrant potential. Visit drchrisfrickman.com for more cutting-edge content, including nutrition and detoxification advice, unique fitness videos, and more.